You are listening to Red Engine Podcast, so named because trains are delightful and socialism will win. Hey everybody, how are you doing? Uh, it's me, Eddie, from Lancaster. Um, I really gotta get a new intro. The fact that anybody can sit through that really weird introduction just to listen to me talk is... Uh, uh, well, if you are, if you've listened to more than one of my episodes, and I guess that's a compliment, um, because, man, that's awful, although I've been using it so long now that maybe I'll just keep it for kind of the novelty of it, I guess. Um, so I'm knitting again, so again, if you hear tapping in the background, um, I hope it's not too distracting or obnoxious, but that's what I'm doing. I like to do something while I'm recording. Or else I'll lose my mind because I have ADD and I'm kind of a psycho. So, sorry about that. Um, so, right off the bat, I need to get something out of the way. I was listening to um, my last episode just to hear what you guys hear. Just to critique my own work, I guess. And I was horrified to hear myself talk about... I was talking about the Black Lives Matter... Sh- well, I don't know if you can even call it that... The shooting that happened in Lancaster City uh, last month that kind of started, that got national attention. And um, I was talking about the dude, his his identity or his, his ethnicity. And I said he was um, Hispanic. I think he was probably Puerto Rican. And then I fucking said, although I don't know if he's uh, from here but or if he's a U.S. citizen or not. And when I was listening to myself say this, I was like, a lot of things went through my head. Because, I mean, first of all, let me just correct myself. Because obviously Puerto Ricans are U.S. citizens. But more than that, I mean, that's whatever. More than that, though, like, I couldn't believe I had said that. Like, that the fact that Puerto Ricans are United States, are Americans, are citizens, is so obvious that like, and so well known, especially around here, that's saying that they're not would be like saying somebody from Miami may or may not be a U.S. citizen or like, you know, not quite like Nebraska, but like uh, Hawaii maybe. Like, and so when I was just hearing myself say that, I kind of couldn't believe it. And then I, it made me think of all the times I've gotten because that's like the kind of fact that the the fact that that Puerto Ricans are Americans sounds like the kind of thing that somebody like Anna Kasparian would hear and be like surprised by and then pretend she always knew that like it's the kind of smug it's the kind of thing that like smug liberals like to throw at people like I bet you Trump didn't even know they were citizens like but it's not hidden knowledge or anything sophisticated anyway I'm thinking of times where I criticize guys like Vosh who is a, he's a YouTuber, if you don't know, who's a spectacular, um, what do you call it, orator, uh, a debate, debatist, debater. He's very good at um, what he does, um, but I think he doesn't know a lot. Like his, he, he I, I catch him up, I catch him all the time saying things that betray a real lack of knowledge. <laughs> I know it sounds dickish, but it's true. Like, he doesn't seem like he's done his reading in terms of, like, history, politics, shit like that. 
Um, he, he has a degree in sociology and he's got that shit down and all the woke shit he's got on. I mean, he's not an idiot, but there's a lot of stuff that like your typical fucking neckbeard should know that he doesn't. And I can't, I, I, I can't think of any examples, but he'll say stuff like, uh, um, I don't know, like, oh yeah, wasn't the Holy Roman Empire in Germany? Or, or, you know what I mean? Something like that, like, or, like, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure that, like, um, let me, okay, I, I gotta think of an example now, since I started it. Um, he'll say something like, um, I'm pretty sure Lithuania used to be important once, right? Let me Google that. Yeah, they used to, not knowing that Lithuania was, like, one of the great powers for a time. Like, just a basic, I mean, those were both history examples, but anyway, my point is, myself saying that Puerto Ricans, implying that Puerto Ricans aren't U.S. citizens, uh, made me realize I've been way too harsh on people who have to do this for a living, um, that people slip up, people say dumb shit, um, and that what you record, what you say, is not a manifesto on your entire base of knowledge, you know what I mean, or a, um, it's not a paper you're writing to pass a class, because, and people say dumb shit, I guess that's my point, and I never realized that before, I don't, you know, listen to myself talk a lot, so to hear myself say that, like, Puerto Ricans aren't citizens, it made me really reconsider, like, I guess maybe I'm just being a dick, like, people say shit that they know better than, and they just, it happens, so, that's what I got out of that, but yes, of course, all Puerto Ricans are U.S. citizens, Puerto Rico is a territory of the United States, obviously, um, it's interesting, they have a party called the Pipiolo, Pip, Peep, as in, is, is P-I-P, P-I-P, uh, uh, it's a Puerto Rican independence party, and uh, they're like 2%, they're like the Greens over there, and then most of the people are split pretty 50-50 between the, um, I forget which is which, but they're the, basically the nationalists and the, um, what do they call them, Pipiolos, Populares, the pop, popular party, the, um, you know, populist party in English, it would translate to. Anyway, they half the people want statehood, half the people want to remain as it is now, which is the Commonwealth status, and then like 2% want independence. And a lot of liberals and leftists, just people, will say that Puerto Ricans deserve justice and that they should become a state, which I think is complete horseshit. I mean, certainly they're welcome to, and they've, they've earned the right to if they want, but Man, they should just be independent. Plenty of countries, their size and economy are independent. Jamaica and you know the Bahamas, all kinds of countries, Cuba, Haiti. And it would be a real shame if they became a state because that would be the end of Puerto Rico. I mean, I just, I would hate to see it. I would hate to see it in lieu of independence. You know, it would be... They'd be a great contribution to the United States, but it would be sad for the Puerto Rican people because once you become a part of the United States, you do not leave. I think we've seen that. I mean, even the Canal Zone had to be, like, 
wrestled from our hands, and that was never U.S. territory. So, uh, in Panama, you know. So hopefully Puerto Rico will be independent one day. That would be nice. They've certainly earned it. World's oldest colony. They've actually never, as far as I know in recorded history, they've never been <clears throat> independent. Which is weird because they're certainly a country. They have their own capital, their own identity, their own... But even before Columbus, they were sort of a... I mean, it wasn't a colony. That wasn't a thing. But they were basically, if I'm not mistaken, the Taino people were a... Uh, kind of dual nation they were the there was like two castes but they were two different people they were the Arawak who were like the overlords and then I think the Caribs but there was another tribe that were like the slave population and the Arawaks were like a multi-island um, people from the mainland who like kind of ruled over this other tribe quote unquote so they were like a, a put-down people before the Spanish even. And then the Spanish came, pretty much obliterated all the Indians. And yes, I use the word Indian consciously because that's what many of them call themselves. Their organizations are called Indian. That's just what I'm going with. Um, and made it a colony of Spain. And then it was taken by America. And now they're still a colony. Our, our Congress has the right to overrule any law they make. So even though we allow them to self-govern in most things, they don't have the right the right to self-govern. It's sort of a privilege we allow them. And not to mention things like the Jones Act, I believe it's called, in which all imports and exports have to be done on U.S. ships through one port, I believe, in Mobile, Alabama. So they're, they're definitely a colony of the United States, without question. There's an excellent book called War Against All Puerto Ricans. Um, Shit, I forgot who wrote it. I'm looking on my bookshelf. I don't see it. More against all Puerto Ricans, but it's really good. And the, he, the guy outlines how, like, I mean, besides FBI and CIA rooting out of uh, suspected leftists, an actual leftist, the, the um, you know, the typical shenanigans we do, shenanigans, that's an understatement, the borderline genocidal policies we have enforced down there, stripping people of their lands, converting all their crops to just uh, sugar, and really fucking the Puerto Rican people. And they should, they should be independent if they can do it. I mean, they can do it, but they don't believe they can. That's why so many people... That's one reason why so many people don't want independence. They don't think they can make it. A lot of people in Puerto Rico genuinely want to be part of the United States. They have, like, an affinity towards the United States that a lot of third world countries do. Um, and then a lot of people in their heart would like independence, but they're frightened. They don't think Puerto Rico can make it on their own. And given the way they've been treated by every country in the world, um, not least of all the United States, I can understand why they think that they're, you know, not a prosperous, wealthy, powerful people. Um, not wealthy in terms of U.S. dollars, but um, mineral, uh, not mineral, resource wealthy people that could absolutely govern themselves, and they should. So that's my opinion on Puerto Rico. Wow, I'm getting rambly today. So I took notes. Let's talk about what's gone on in the last month. Let's see. What do I got? Anna's coverage of Armenia, Azerbaijan. 
I wrote this down because, uh, for those of you who don't know, there's like a war going on right now in Armenia and Azerbaijan, or Azerbaijan, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, I mean, I'm no expert, but I know a little bit about that relationship. And, um, I haven't checked recently how the war's going within the last week or so. But when it first kicked off, this latest round of hostilities, um, nobody... So I watched TYT's coverage of it, and it was Anna Kasparian. And I wasn't, like, going out of my way, I don't believe, to, like, look into this. I was just checking the YouTube channels, and uh, I came across Anna talking about the conflict. And the... (laughs) To say it was biased coverage is not accurate. It was horrendous. It was pure propaganda. Now, obviously, Anna's of Armenian descent, right? And it's hard to escape your identity. But she wasn't even making arguments or, like... Like, she was... she And she was explaining the situation, like, in a neutral way. Not, like... She wasn't debating anybody. She was just, like, you know, breaking news out of Armenia. This is what's going on. And she was started immediately talking about it in 1918. And, you know, oh, I don't believe the, uh, the Zeri prime minister or whatever. And the Armenian people have been struggling for rights. And what about the genocide? I mean, like, pure tribalistic shit. I mean, it was really disgusting. Um, and so I posted on Twitter, like, I actually kind of bombed her. I kept saying, like, Posted a bunch of shit saying, like, can we get these very perspective at Anna Kasparian? Like, try not to be a douche at Anna Kasparian. And she actually responded, and a couple of people responded, and their whole... Everybody, every Armenian that responded to me, or every pro-Armenian person that responded to me, were using the exact same arguments the Israelis use with their horse shit. Talking about, oh, we are an ancient people, and our ancient claim to these lands, and... Basically, like, we need a grand jihad to expel the Turk from historically Armenian countries. Never mind the fact that the region in question, the quote-unquote disputed territory, which isn't disputed, it's legally Azeri, it's part of Azerbaijan, Um, it happened to be populated by, quote, ethnic Armenians or people that speak Armenian, you know, but it's in Azerbaijan, it's not disputed territory. In any sense. It's just that the Armenians that lived there decided to govern themselves. And this Zeri central government left them alone. So when shit kicked off, and that's the thing. Nobody knows what started this latest round of um, antagonism. And the Armenians will say that, oh, of course the dirty Turk wants to cleanse the Armenians. And I don't really know what the Azeris are saying about it. But it turned into a shooting war pretty quickly, and every all these Armenian people are acting as though the evil Turk is out to get the Armenians, and it's like, you're in Azerbaijan. You're in their country. Like, your army, the Armenian army, is occupying parts of Azerbaijan, and they just let it go, and then when they do make a push to assert their sovereignty over their own goddamn country, these Armenians are acting as though it's some kind of genocidal action. And, like, I get that perspective, but you can't present that just that perspective as if that's the uh, the neutral truth. And that's all I saw, and it was disgusting. I mean, it was really gross. Um, so she responded to me, 
Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. One girl made a good point, and she said that it's an anti-colonial struggle against, um, you know, a, a foreign occupier. And she kind of couched it in an anti-colonialist language that kind of made me think of my own allegiances, so to speak, towards Ireland and the Irish situation, where, like, yes, Northern Ireland, by all international law, is part of the United Kingdom, but really, they're the newcomers, and they need to get the fuck out and let Ireland be united as one place. And I realized that hypocrisy about myself, and kind of made me think of it in that sense, and I I get that perspective a bit more, but then the same woman went off about how, oh, you're just a dirty Turk, and she didn't say dirty Turk, she said, you're Turkish president, your tur- your dictator is, and I'm like, I'm not even Turkish, dude. I'm not even, this is, or Armenian. I'm an outsider. But, and then Katie Halper had some guy on, and they were talking about all kinds of stuff, a guest, all kinds of different, and then at the end, she's like, so tell me about Armenia, and he did the same thing. He went on about how we need help, the Armenian people need help, go to this charity and donate because we're being murdered, and it's like, you're in Azerbaijan. There is a country called Armenia. There's a country next to it called Azerbaijan, or Azerbaijan. You are occupying part of that country. Get out. Not the people. The people are are Azerbaijani. I mean, they're not Azeri, I guess it gets weird. But, like, the Armenian army has no business being in Azerbaijan. So, I... It was just very, very frustrating to see and 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 I looked for any American publication that even gave the Turkish side it's not Turkish actually I mean, it's Azeri the Azeris are Turks but I mean I remember being in college and there was this kid I didn't know shit about Armenia back then or Azerbaijan or any of that that part of the world really um, I was like a freshman in college and there was this kid big cokehead wanna be tough guy really stupid guy and he had a um, picture on his dorm room on his door of Greater Armenia. It was a picture of all the previously Armenian lands, and it said Greater Armenia. And I thought it was like a joke. I thought he was being funny, because he's like the Armenian kid. Like, uh, you know, like if somebody posted like, if you knew like a Swiss guy who had a picture that was like Greater Switzerland, and it was like half of Europe, it'd be funny. He's like, no, that's Greater Armenia. And I got to talking to him, and he went on about how Turks are evil, and how like you know, all that old ethnic hatred bullshit. But every Armenian I've ever heard of or spoken to has this these blinders on where they, like, they they are very much like the Israelis. They sound just like the Israelis. Claiming other people, chunks of other people's countries because of some ancient fucking birthright religious claim to the land, and I, and I get that the Armenians were there first for the most part, I mean, I guess there was somebody before the Armenians in the Caucasus, but, I mean, they're, they are an ancient people, and it used to all be theirs, and I get that, but it's 2020, shit changes, you can't just take parts of other people's country, and to not even hear any kind of balance or nuance or anything, just, it, it was couched in, this, in the phrasing of, like, this great glorious crusade against the filthy Turk to reconquista the lands of greater Armenia. And, I mean, this is, like, on TYT. This is, like, the American perspective that we're getting. And that was very frustrating. But we'll see. I mean, Erdogan in Turkey is a dick, and he is supplying the Azeris, it looks like. And the Azeris, from what I understand, have blocked media 
from covering the conflict, which is no good. And maybe there is some deeper fucking plot, you know, Zeri plot. But we don't know what started this latest war, and I'm not willing to say, well, the Turks must obviously be doing it because they're just filthy fucking Turks. I mean, we'll see. So Trump got COVID. I was hoping he was going to crump. Like, it was looking it was looking like he was going to drop dead. Man, fingers crossed. I mean, he's still... I don't know how many days it's been. It, it's unlikely, I think, now. I think it lasts like 10 days, and we've got to be about 10 days in, so... He'll probably be fine, but... Man, there was, like, such an energy in the world when he had it, when he was in the hospital. Everybody was like, oh, whisper of a dream. Like, what if he dropped dead? That would have been awesome. Oh, well. Maybe one day. Apparently, like, the whole White House has fucking COVID now. And cases are on the rise across the country. And we're probably going to have to shut everything down again because we are fucking Americans and can't be trusted to govern ourselves because we're a country of fucking morons. It's tough, man. Oh, well, I guess you guys have heard everything there is to say about Trump getting COVID. It, it is what it is. I guess he's he lived. Of course he did because we live in hell and people don't ever get justice. And he got the best socialized medicine, so... He lives, oh, well, what do I got, Eisenhower, I don't even know if I want to talk about this one, I made a meme of, 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 about Eisenhower, now look, I liked Eisenhower when I was like a kid in high school learning about basic history, he seemed like a reasonable guy, kick-ass World War II guy, you know, the general of the West, can't fuck with him. And then he warned of the military-industrial complex. That seemed to give him some credit. All around good president, right? Well, as you learn more about, like, the shit that we did to antagonize the Soviets and start the Cold War um, and his anti-communist stands, you learn more and more that he created the goddamn military-industrial complex. I mean, the situation that we were in by the time he left office, he obviously created and then turned around and said, be careful of the military-industrial complex. It seeks, you know, there's a machine that seeks to go to war, and it's like, well, yeah, you set it up, dickhead. So I made a, a, a meme of it, <clears throat> which was the, the template was the guy on the bicycle who, like, sticks a stick in his own spoke, and then he's clutching his knee on the ground, cursing, whatever it was, right? If if you know the meme, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, that's the meme. So it was a picture of Eisenhower on a bicycle, and he's holding up a stick that says military, and then the next slide or cell is him sticking the spoke in the wheel, and it says industry, and then he's on the ground holding his knee because the bike obviously wrecked, and he's saying, damn, or be careful of the military-industrial complex. That was the meme. So I posted it in a group of, um, it was like archaeology slash history memes and jokes or something like that. And almost everybody was like, this is the worst meme I've ever seen. This is terrible. Oh, bro, do you even know your history, bro? And it turned into this whole long thing where people just, I think they didn't even get it because they don't realize how anti-communist the country was back then. And they didn't understand that, like, he established this military order to fight the Soviet Union for no fucking reason. 
um, and Sherman, um, and so I was getting, like, really hostile, I mean, people did not appreciate it, and they, a lot of them didn't even get it, because they didn't get what I was saying, because they don't know the history, and then they accused me of not knowing my history, that's the worst, when sophomore people think they know better than you, because they actually know less, and that happens to me a lot, I don't mean to sound like a douche, whatever, but it happens a lot, so, like, I'll say something like, um, uh, I don't know, the black family after Reconstruction, um, was, str- or, or, uh, the, the black people in general had a better after the Civil War, arguably, than they do today, or than they did in, say, the 60s and 70s. Now, I don't, I mean, I don't know the statistics. I'd be willing to hear an argument against that. But say that's the case that I'm making. The black family had it better and then it got things got worse. And somebody will argue with me and say, like, learn your history. Don't you know about slavery? How could that be better? You obviously don't know your history. And it's like, no, it's because I know more of the history that I've actually studied that very intermittent period but after the Civil War, before the turn of the century, where... Black people were advancing out of slavery at a normal, organic rate, joining the rest of the middle class, going to college, you know, getting up off their feet. And then things took a downturn as white people realized, the, 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 you know, that black people were advancing and then they took measures to crush them. And then things got worse. So I know that history so I can make that argument. But they think I just don't know that black people had a bad ones. So they assume, so they throw, you don't even know your history, bro, because it's sophomore. It, it's very frustrating, and you come across it a lot. So I posted that same meme in a leftist group. I don't remember which one, but they all liked it, and I think it's because they got what I was saying. So then I looked at a couple other leftist groups, and I joined a few just to check them all out, and I've realized we have a problem, which is that, and I'm going to lose a lot of people, I think, when I say this. But the assumption that leftists are anarchists or ought to be anarchists or that anarchy, anarchism is the natural uh, evolution or the most left position is rampant and makes me feel very isolated. Because I'm already politically homeless. I already piss everybody off on all sides. But even when you join, like, groups for socialists and they're all talking about anarchy and how anarchism... I don't under, I don't even get the association. I mean, I've heard the arguments that, like, once you... You know, once the proletariat takes over the means of production and can produce for ourselves, then the government is kind of faded out and then you have a, a bunch of a collective, you know, certain communities isolated... Not isolated, but independent, self-governing... Okay, first of all, that's not anarchy. If, you, if you're self-governing, I mean, that's just democracy. But even that, what's to prevent the next town over, the next, you know, the, the independent socialist commune, the next town over from just destroying your town and taking all your shit? You need unified government. I guess I'm kind of like an old-school, tanky fucking Soviet. Like, I think government has its place. And people will be like, you're just a liberal then. But that's not true there's no you know the nation state exists 
And what you want to do inside those borders is, you know, your own domestic policy. Every country has a right to, do, to control their own domestic policy, hypothetically. But you still need a government to provide that domestic policy. You can't just have no government. It's gotten to the point, I think, and I've thought about this a lot. What's the difference between an anarchist and a libertarian, a right-wing libertarian utopianist? And I think it just, and I mean functionally, I understand they're different sorts of people, but the system of government that they advocate for functionally is identical to me, I think. And the only difference, I think, is that anarchists pretend that armed gangs of dangerous men with guns are never going to come over the next hill over because we'll all just be so goddamn enlightened that bad people won't happen anymore. Or not even bad people, starving people. Say you have a, 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 a communist utopia, you have a bunch of collectives, and the next town over happens to be near a lake that dries up, or, a, or, or the crops go bad, or a well fails, and now they're starving, and their children are starving, which is more. A lot of people will die for a good cause. Not many people will let their children die for their cause. So they come over the next hill and they take your shit. They need it. They're they're dying. Or they're just hungry. And you, now they're taking from you and your children. And then you go to war with each other. I mean, that happens without government. You just end up with feudalism. And the anarchists just pretend that it's never going to happen. And the libertarians, the difference is the libertarians just think they're going to be leading the gang. They th- They all think they're going to be the king in the fucking manor. And not the goddamn peasant. But I don't want to live in a feudalistic society. If that makes me a goddamn liberal, fine. I want a strong government charged with um, distributing the fruits of, the, of, of people's own labor in an equitable fashion. I guess that makes me some kind of tanky, whatever. But I'm finding fewer and fewer sensible people who believe in that. Th- or maybe it makes me a liberal. Maybe I'm a li- I mean, whatever, fine, I'm a liberal. If wanting Medicare for all and fucking, um, you know, not having to hate your country and everything about it makes me a liberal, I guess I'm a liberal. Fine. But I'll tell you what, all the actual liberals, everybody else in the world that's not a fucking uh, privileged white middle class quote unquote anarchist leftist, they all consider me a fucking leftist. So according to the whole world's definition, I'm firmly on the left. But these idiots who fucking can't stand taking orders from government because they're fucking, they project their mom screaming at them from the top of the basement to do their laundry. They project that as their vision of what government is. No, I don't want that. I don't want government. Free love, anarchy, bro. Anarchist communism. To me, that doesn't even make sense. But... We'll see. Maybe one day I'll find like-minded people. But for now, it's just me recording in my room. So, that's, I guess, the episode for today. I got a half hour of me getting things off my chest. This is my monthly therapy session for myself so that politics don't drive me fucking insane. I think that's about it. Today's Christopher Columbus Day, quote-unquote, Indigenous People's Day which I think is weird. Um, I think it's odd to stop celebrating a murderous butcher 
and then replacing the holiday with celebrating a race instead. Like, that's weird to me, Indigenous Peoples Day. Like, let's celebrate being an Indian. Like, let's celebrate Indians as a race of people. It's, it's bizarre to me. I don't understand it. Certainly, I don't believe in Columbus Day. I tried to have his statue removed downtown. I think they finally did take it down um, this year because of the movement of taking statues down. They got around to Columbus. I was trying to do it years ago. Nobody fucking wanted to. Anyway, Columbus was a bastard, but he was a bastard because he was a foreign colonizer, uh, not because he was white. And the Indians were not angels because they were Indians. Um, so I think calling it Indigenous Peoples Day, it's just weird. I, I would have called it something else, but whatever. Everything's not about me. So happy Indigenous Peoples Day, everybody. Um, don't eat Ben and Jerry's. They build in uh, settler colonies in Palestine. Uh, wear a mask. And all right, I'll catch you next time. All right, peace.